BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This is Amanda Hirsch from the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. You might know me from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram, where I spend my time talking about reality TV, celebrities, everything happening, and pop culture. I also talk to some of our favorite celebs and reality TV stars. We talk about what's going on. Tune in every Tuesday and just feel like you're talking with your best friends in your living room. Okay, you guys, before we start with today's guest, uh, Lauren Bravarnik from 90 Day Fiance. She's so fucking cute. And I haven't watched 90 Day Fiance, so I'm excited to like hear how the fuck it worked for the first time ever. I just wanted to talk about a few important updates about like my life, like my Instagram life, like things that you guys all know about. Okay, for those that have followed me for a very, very, very long time, know about me being blocked by Mandy Moore. Yep. Most of you know that I was blocked by Mandy Moore a few years ago. One day I just found out somebody tried to send me your Instagram. I couldn't find out. I was like, oh my God, I'm blocked. For years I was like, Mandy, I love you. I watch it. This is us. You're my favorite. I didn't know what I did. I like don't remember. I ever talked shit about her. It was like very confusing. And I always stood by the fact that I think it was a glitch. I was like, it's probably a glitch. No way she hates me. No way this is real life. And I was spinning about it. As you guys know that I can spin forever. And then uh, a colleague at Dear Media legit asked Mandy's friend, who's also in the industry, to ask Mandy to unblock me. I didn't even know of this. One day I go on a Dear Media call and she's like, hey, by the way, Mandy Moore unblocked you. And then I check and I'm unblocked and I'm like shook. And I took it as like the biggest gift of all time. And, And lovely, here I am following Mandy Moore. Just the other day, you guys, I fucking see that Mandy Moore like life has come full circle and Mandy Moore is following me. Not only that, Mandy Moore DM'd me and said, I don't know what took me so long to follow, but thank you for making me laugh. (sighs) If that's not a full fucking circle, you guys, I don't know what the fuck is. So I had to let you know. I had to let you know because those of you who were there for my spinning of Mandy Moore blocking me, then I mean, it's just full circle. Like who would have thought, again, just something that I never thought would happen in my entire fucking life. Just like I never thought I would be DMing with Kourtney Kardashian. Um, Just the other day, she posted about P's birthday and I responded with like an, uh, you know, uh, emotional, Gen Z emotional emoji. And like, okay, you guys, I fucking emojied, okay, a response. And she answered my emoji response and was like, oh my God, I can't tolerate it. And I was like, oh my God, it goes so fast. And then she wrote back like, oh, thank you. It really does go too fast. So, okay, I just want to tell you where I'm at with my relationship with Courtney because on one hand, like, yes, does it excite me? Yes. Am I trying to stay grounded and remember, you know, where I am and appreciate every moment? (laughs) Yes. And then, you know, she does watch my stories. She doesn't follow. Obviously, they only follow like a few people. Somebody did let me know the other day that Tracy and Cece follow me. And those of you who are diehard Kardashians know that Cece is like their aunt, like Chris's cousin. She's been really sick. She's so sweet. She follows like only the family and fucking me. And Tracy Romelis, I'm probably saying her last name wrong. She works with Kim on Skims and almost everything. KKW. She also follows me. So I'm pretty much in the fucking fam. Like this is a big deal for us. But I've been feeling lately like, yes, when I see Courtney watching my stories, it is a bit of a mixed emotion because 
you know, on one hand, I'm like flattered. On the other hand, I'm like, it's kind of like when your mom watches your stuff. Like, I'm kind of like, I don't want you to like see all this stupid shit. Like I just posted about Travis Barker's height. And then I see her little face on the bottom. Like, do I need her to be seeing every single fucking stupid shit I post about her life? But at the same time, I'm kind of feeling like when she fucking likes a picture of me and like Noah, then we can move forward in our friendship. Until then, I feel like a fan account and she's like watching to see shit that I post about her. That's the conclusion I came to the other day while I'm like high in the sky. My head is so big. I'm so fucking excited about this. And I know it's a big deal and I'm appreciating every second. I'm like, wait, Amanda, you're a fucking loser. You're a fucking fan account. And she's like, oh, my God, thank you. And she's watching your stories to see herself appear in them. And that's how I'm feeling the last few days. I am like she can win me over at any fucking second, which she has. So that was my latest update as of yesterday. I was like, fuck the shit. I'm a fucking fan account because because I got excited when like Travis watched my stories or Travis liked something. And, and then I see him doing that to like actual fan accounts. And I'm like, wait, I'm a fucking fan account. He does that to like, they're, they, they're loving seeing shit about themselves. What is comments by celebs tagline? Even celebs love celebs. Like they love themselves. They want to see shit about themselves. And I was like, Amanda, don't take it as a fucking compliment. It's not about you. Even though if you guys do remember her DM to me said that I was like hilarious and she loves me and she feels like we're best friends. But yeah, the other day I was like, um, I don't feel loved. I feel used. But then fast forward to today, I'm like, just yesterday, I don't remember what it was. Oh, I was telling my sister Ariel about the Manny Mormons. And she was like, well, how did you see it? Because like my DMs are so crazy. And I was like, somehow like the verified accounts just like pop up and like I see what I need to see somehow. Even though I miss so many of your guys' messages, somehow like verified accounts or like accounts with big followings pop up first or something. They go right into the the main box or something. So I go to Ariel like so confidently. I was like, Ariel, I see what I got to see. Okay. I see what I got to see. Today I'm like, like swifting through my messages. All of a sudden I see a message from fucking Poosh. Okay. Then I see that I missed a message from Poosh from a fucking month ago asking me what my address is and like my size and all this shit. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I missed a fucking message from Poosh. And just the other day, I was like complaining about Poosh not sending me like a, a, a like a PR. Or I said like my relationship with Courtney isn't as close as I thought. I'm not even getting a Poosh box. Meanwhile, I had missed a message from Poosh from a month ago, like even before I said that. So it was funny because I had just woken up from a nap. So I responded to Poosh as if it was like my sister being like, oh my God, I can't believe I almost missed this. Like, is it still okay? Like literally like a loser. They were like, seriously, what's your address? Like, relax. But anyway, it's for a box for the falls. So I'm like, I still made it in time for cutoff. Like literally a huge loser. They were like, what's your address and your size? Very exciting stuff. Can't wait to see what's in the fucking box. Better fucking see Courtney's handwriting. God knows I know her fucking handwriting by heart. So I'll know. I'll know if it's personalized AF. There's no room for mistakes there. Uh, A couple other things before we get started. Southern Charm, crazy shit. Uh, Rumor came out last week that Matul cheated on Naomi uh, from Southern Charm. I was like, oh, you know me. It's not confirmed until it's not confirmed. Then it was fucking confirmed by her well basically she wiped her instagram clean of all of his pictures that's like the first move pe- public people do or not even public people everyone i can't believe that's like the first move i feel like i would do other stuff before that but anyway wiped clean except pictures that had him but also like her father who had passed away i can totally see that like even though you hate the fucking guy you're like i'm not going to delete a sentimental moment of my father who passed away because of this tool my tool me tool Anyway, I hated Matul all along. He was a huge tool. He told her not to eat a cookie. He didn't want to be on the show. Pretty sure that because of him, she didn't continue with the show. But listen, no one deserves to be cheated on. I feel bad for her. But let's not forget, she was kind of bitchy to Craig, even though Craig was going through his own shit. But I remember at the end, she kind of rubbed me the wrong way just because she was really not accepting of his sewing and kind of like talked down to him and kind of you could tell that she felt better than him. So anyway... She moved with Matul to New York and he, she found out uh, that he had cheated on her. She found like vile text messages between him and another woman, seemingly his ex, and maybe even like sexual photos or maybe even sexual videos. She did write a story about on Instagram. She said that she's broken, 
And then she wrote another story that you quickly deleted saying to stop like harassing with on social media. But then she deleted it. So I'm like, wait, so should we harass him? Meanwhile, Craig and Paige, uh, Craig uh, Conover and Paige, uh, the sober for Summer House, are obviously together and they're still kind of trying to act really coy and hush hush about it. I don't really get it. I don't get why. Like, I get that today in the age of social media, um, while filming a reality show, it's hard to like keep things quiet and then like not leave any mystery. But at the same time, like relax, like fucking come out with it. It's so wild because I'm friendly with Craig and he had DM'd me uh, before she came to Charleston one time and he was like, hey, Amanda, like the rooms around me and Paige, like I just wanted you to hear from me. It's like not, you know, it's not true. She's coming as a friend, like nothing happened. People like spin. I was like, oh, Craigie, that's so sweet that you thought of me. Like, I'll marry you. What? And then literally like, no, they're full on together. So like, thanks, Craig, for trying to fucking like tame me so I wouldn't like spin. Um, so kind of kind of don't understand why they're um, trying so hard to keep it hush hush. Maybe we'll find out why. Maybe something goes down in Winter House and it's like a huge storyline. Maybe Bravo made it very clear to them they need to shut the fuck up. Um, but anyway, those are um, that's. And that's the tea. So here is my interview with Lauren. She's so fucking cute. And I hope you guys enjoy it. You guys, I'm so happy that so many things have become less taboo in our world. And one of those things is fertility. People are talking more about it, being open and honest about it because everyone's journey and fertility journey is different. And I feel like being more informed about where you're at in your fertility, whether or not you want to get pregnant, it's good to know where you freaking stand and going to a doctor and taking a bunch of tests costs so much money. And also you're like, why am I going to do that if I don't want to get pregnant tomorrow? Right. But that's why modern fertility is so freaking cool because literally a simple finger prick from your own home will unlock tons of insight into your reproductive health, like egg count, menopause timing, your hormone levels, if they indicate any conditions like thyroid disorders or PCOS, all things that are really good to know. Again, whether or not you want kids at all, there's so much about fertility that's literally a mystery. And modern fertility hormone tests that you do at home are so freaking informative. If you want to get proactive about your fertility, modern fertility makes it so freaking easy with at-home fertility testing, okay? Knowledge is power, you guys. Check out Modern Fertility. Super easy, at home, less expensive than going to the doctor. If you go to modernfertility.com slash not skinny, you can get $20 off your test. That's like a lot. So right now, Modern Fertility is offering my listeners, $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash not skinny. That means your test will be $139 instead of the hundreds or thousands it could cost at the doctor's office. And obviously, instead of the $159 you would pay without my code. So again, $20 off your at-home fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash not skinny. Modernfertility.com slash not skinny. Okay, so I didn't watch 90 Day Fiance. Everybody kill me at the stake. But. I didn't watch it either. <laughs> it's a very, a true story. Alex has never seen an, I think I lied. He's seen like one or two episodes and I've seen a handful. Stop. I swear we don't even watch pillow talk. Okay. Real fucking wind. Lauren Bravarnik on the pod today. Yeah. Known from <laughs> 90 day fiance. <laughs> That's me. That's you which like we have so much to talk about. So we met, I feel like we met. So we got blessed, hashtag blessed by knowing a freaking sweet ass Instagram aunt woman named Pat. Yeah, we have the same auntie. <laughs> auntie Patty. Auntie Patty. And who cousin like, Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> like that we just, so this amazing, I mean, there's so many good things that come from being on Instagram and some bad things, which we both experienced. I feel like a lot of the same mm -hmm. things, but, but she just a lovely woman who's had many, uh, uh, ventures. And one of them is designer handbags that we've gotten a few. And I feel like she tried to connect us for so long for a very long time. 
she would like send me your stuff or she would be like, I told Lauren about you. She thought this was funny. And I feel like we just like got missed for so long that it was like, yes. oh, that's so cute. Oh, she's so that's so great. And then um, we were brought together by just stuff that was happening in Israel. Right. The, yeah. Yes. Ago. Yes. Like I had actually I will fangirl for a second because I'd followed you for such a long time. And I was like, oh, my God. Auntie Patty is like, reach out to her. And I'm like, no, she's like not skinny, but not fat. Like, I don't think you understand. She was like, Lauren, it's Amanda. She's like the coolest girl. So I definitely like fangirled when we got connected through our mutual friend, Violet. And, you know, just the heavens have opened and here we are. And here we are. Oh, my God. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that. Oh, my God. I fangirled hard. Oh my God, Lauren, keep going. I know, I know. I was very discreet about it, but secretly I, I remember telling Alex, I was like, Alex, I don't think you understand like the group chat I'm in right now. And he was like, <laughs> what do you mean? I was like, just don't act like you care, but care because I care. Wait, does he <laughs> get it? Is he like in the Instagram? Does he care? Like, I know he's on Pillow Talk with you. You met on 90 Day, <laughs> which I want to talk a little bit about that. I want you to like school me on the whole thing. I but will. does he care about your Instagram life, like that you're an influencer? Um, so it's funny because like, I don't even look at myself as an influencer, honestly, because like I still work and I'm just a really normal person, whatever normal is. But he's just like, he was so not wrapped up in it. And now he's like, I have almost 800,000 followers. And I'm like, cool, what are you going to do with wait, that? Like, wait, you know, like he doesn't a- understand. <laughs> My husband, Alex Barbarnik, a man of many words, <laughs> has almost 800,000 followers. What are you going to do with it? I don't think he gets it. Nothing. I'm going to be doing it. I'm going to be his manager. That Wait, so you still work, which I find so fucking admirable. I know this is going to sound to a lot of people like, oh my God, shut the fuck up, Amanda. But like, it really is because I've, I remember like being at like, I don't know, 10,000. No, I don't even care. Whatever followers I was at and I would see a girl being like, once I reached a hundred K, I quit my job. And I felt, and I remember being like, and I remember being like, really? Like, I don't know. No one's like, no one's talking to me. Like, no, I don't, but then, you know, I reached the hundred K or whatever. And it's honestly, I mean, obviously people care about your number of followers, but speaking of it's someone who's passed, it, a, it's a content B like nothing like happens like automatically. No. And I don't know who was quitting her job at 100K and what offers she was getting that were sustaining her life. But but I do still, even though that sounds like chuggy of me, admire the fact that you work because we were scheduling this podcast and you're like, you. well, I'm turning off the phones at five. So it'll be at 510. <laughs> I was like, OK, one phone goes off and the kids start screaming. So it never ended. Wait, so full time job, Lauren? I like work a, a full time job nine to five from home Monday through Friday. And then we film and then I'm a wife and a mom and pregnant. I cook, I clean, I do laundry. I handle our social media, our schedule. Like this is me dressed up. Okay. <laughs> Wait, but what, what do you, can I ask what you do? I'm an assistant. That's all I tell people because there are some things I need to keep private. Don't you know, people I, love to know? What are you doing? Me? How many, me, 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 me? Like they everything. love to know. Yeah. Nobody. Well, you share a lot because I don't think too. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And, and you never know in this world, like, I feel like I was so naive for my first few years. Like I'd practically give out my social security number. I'm an open book, you know? <laughs> and then, and then you're like, wait, could this be used against me by God forbid somebody who hates me? Like that can't be, but no, it can, you know? And I will tell you this. It's when you say influencer, right? I don't see myself as an influencer. I definitely don't see myself as famous, whereas some people would. And people have gone to extents of like searching our building or I've literally had a woman drive around my block and say, I've been look, I, I swear to God, I was walking. She was, I have been driving around here for weeks, hoping I'd run into you. And I was like, okay, that's, that's kind of you, but like, I'm slightly fucking freaking out, you know? And then People will go to such length on LinkedIn if I don't answer an email or a message, but like, I'm so busy. It's not that I'm trying to be rude or ignore, but people literally go to such lengths 
Because I feel like maybe I'm just like a regular working person. I'm wondering if what is the fandom of 90 Day like? What kind of people are they? Because I feel like every different. Oh, it's really okay. So there's not like a no, like real celebrities, not like me, like real celebrities talk about 90 Day Fiance. Lady Gaga said if she could watch any show, be 90 Day Fiance. Chrissy Teigen, I, Alex and I had the honor of going to her house like two years ago for a Hulu campaign with her. She was like, oh my God, I know all about you. And I was like, please do tell me. Like, you know, like it's, it's so mind blowing. But I think if Alex and I had tried to get on it now, it would be a lot harder because like we're, I'm, a, I'm, I'm the one that's like a month and a half older, but it's not like a big enough age gap, you know, like we're genuinely happy and love each other. And not to say that all the other couples aren't, but it's definitely evolved over Wait, the tell years. tell me how it works. Because from what I understand, you were on birthright, like every yeah. other Jewish <laughs> basic as a bitch. And you took it to the yep. next level and you fell in love with an Israeli. Was he like the guard of your trip? Like He was the my security? medic. He was my security guard slash medic. And... I, the two things in life my parents asked me not to do, I did. One was marrying an Israeli man and two was get a tattoo. I did them both and they love them both. Why, so, wait, why, why did they not want you to marry an Israeli man? Well, you know, like growing up, I, I grew up in Parkland, Florida. Like I lived a very sheltered life. I grew up in a bubble and everything is stereotyped, right? Like the stigmas that they're very macho and like they're where no way little does he know. Hi, Hello you know, Ema over here, but, (laughs) and he's just like the best. He's the best guy ever. He drives me nuts. He's such a gentleman. Most of the time. Wait, can I just tell you that my mom watches 90 day, which is so funny on its own. Like she doesn't watch anything. I don't know how she got (laughs) to the show, whatever. So I told her about you um, and she was like, Oh, Lauren. And she's like, pillow talk. And she was like, shy seems like a much calmer baby than Noah. And then no. I was like, really? I only she's show like, the good stuff. Okay. I was like, mom, how do you know? And she was just like, it seems like shy is so much chiller than, than Noah. Chill. No, but he does love looking at himself and that he gets from me. So when he sees like, if we're, I have a commercial on our face pop up, he like points. And he's like, oh, and I'm like, wow, you hate yourself, don't you? <laughs> Wait, so, okay, so you're on the birthright trip. What age did you yeah. go? I went as a participant at 22, so a long time ago. As a staff leader, I was 25. Oh, so you met Alex when you were a staff leader? Yeah. Okay, so he was yes. a medic because yes. every group, every birthright group <laughs> gets like a chaperone or whatever. And by the way, you guys, Jewish girls know this. There's always a story about the oh, girls hooking know. up with the soldiers. And let me tell you this. I tell this to single friends and go. Single, <laughs> go. No, not only birthright, but like even me, which I know you guys are going to blown away. Like I didn't get a lot of like guys, not in high school, not in college. Like, what? yeah, when I get like things like she peaked in high school, like, no, I didn't, bitch. Nobody fucking wanted me in high school. I was also surprised. My confidence was so high. Then I was like, nobody wants to get with us. Nobody wanted to get with it. So weird. I know. Um, and my backup plan was always like, well, if no one likes me here, I'll just go to Israel. Like, I always knew that if I wanted to get dudes at the end of the day, it's a flight away. That's how I felt. Wow. That's interesting. I am kind of shocked by this. Yeah, American guys, I don't know. They never got me. They always thought I was like a lot. They always thought I was like weird. I don't know. I did have I wasn't, you know, I had weird phases and stuff. But um, but in Israel, I would land. It would be like fucking line. Be like, oh, my God. And then my husband fucked it all up. It was just supposed to be a hookup. Huzzah. Huzzah. You guys know I freaking love Huzzah. It is amazing seltzer that has added probiotics in it and three grams of sugar or less. Amazing flavor. A lot of, you know, uh, flavored seltzers uh, have a lot of sugar. This has three grams less. A lot of other seltzers that are flavored have like a really little flavor if they have a a low sugar count. This is so flavorful. It's wild. It is a vibrant AF. Uh, Their flavor is raspberry and lemon. 
strawberry and hibiscus. Juicy pear is one of my faves. Literally 15 calories, only three grams of sugar. So amazing. So refreshing. I love pouring it in a nice tall glass with some ice. Mm, 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 mm. Feels like a treat and literally a healthy treat and even more, even more healthy, even healthier because it has probiotics in it. Like I know I'm not the only one that wants to feel like a fancy Kardashian and have like a fridge full of cans that are like just so refreshing and just give you that little oomph that you need and a freaking healthy one that is so tasty and full of flavor. You guys need to check out Huzzah if you haven't tasted it before. You go to drinkhuzzah.com and you use the code NOTSKINNY to get 20% off your order. So that's drinkhuzzah, H-U-Z-Z-A-H.com and use the code NOTSKINNY to get 20% off when you stock up on some seltzer, you guys, it's drinkhuzzah.com. The code is not skinny for 20% off. Okay. So you met him. So you met him. And then what? Tell, tell us. I want to know everything. So we met and I, I will never forget. So Alex and I both used to smoke. We used to be heavy smokers. And that man, he was standing there in his outfit smoking a cigarette. And I was like, good God, you are a smoke show. Like no pun intended. And I was like, you got a light. Like I was I hate flying. I was heavily medicated. I looked ridiculous, like a cheated neck pillow on and an eye mask that said, do not disturb. And I was like, are you our medic? And he was like, yeah. I was like, God, you're so fucking hot. I swear <laughs> to God, that's exactly what you I said. You said it to him? I said it to his face. Like I was thinking out loud and it just Or you were on medication? Like, yeah, I blame my medication, just- <laughs> but also the fact that he was so hot. And so I get on the bus and he gets on the bus. And I was like, you can sit here, like right next to me. Okay. Skyler, who was actually in our wedding in, in, in Florida, he was my co-staff and he was like, he's got a girlfriend. And I looked at him. I was like, do you have a girlfriend? He goes, no. And I was like, that's it. Like, that's it. It was just supposed to be a hookup. And over the course of the, the 10 days, I was like, God, I can't explain it. I can explain everything. And I, to this day, I can't explain it. I ended up extending my stay for a week with him in Tel Aviv. And I, but when I left that trip, I knew I was going to marry him. I, I knew. Knew or get you hooked up with him. Is that against the rules as a staff? I don't know for a staff for participants. Yes. But like I was a staff leader and I knew that I was going to just be with him forever, whether he liked it or not. So, okay. So you hooked, stayed in. I love how you were like extended for a whole week, bitch. I extended for like five years. I stayed with my <laughs> fucking, like, I, I couldn't. I wish I could. I wish I, I know could. that's I a thing. I was telling my sister the other day, like what, like, yes, when I met my husband, it was kind of like when people asked me, how would you know, as kitschy as it is, it was kind of like, even though I was 22, I was like, just know in, in not a cheesy way and kind of like, wait, I think this, like, I'm not going to leave this guy. Like he's the guy I'm supposed to be with kind of vibe, but I didn't have anything to go back to. So it was kind of like, I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say. Okay, oh so God. you went back thinking you're going to do long distance? We were long distance for uh, about a year. I went to Israel five times in one year. Three of them were on a birthright trip and I extended. And then two of them I went by myself. Well, he paid for it because like... Was he working? <laughs> he wanted to see this. <laughs> right, obviously. Was yeah. he working or was he... Like, so he still- was working and he was doing the whole security guard thing. So I went based around his trips. And whenever I went, his company would make sure that he would be on a trip like parallel to mine. So I could see him like everybody knew it's a, it's a business, you know? Wait, so how does that you go from lo- So what was the plan in place? Like what was, okay, the, so, what was your plan? So our plan was originally he was going to apply for a travel visa and he did, and he got denied twice. So at that point, we're like, okay, well, our options are either let's file for a K-1 visa or I'll go there if it gets denied and I'll go there and like see how it works. And, you know, luckily he got approved and then he came here. We had the 90 day period to, you know, get married. And I had planned. Wait, our what do you wedding. mean? What do you mean? We had the 90 day period. What do you think 90 day fiance is? Oh, I don't know. How'd you get on it? Oh my Tell gosh. me about that. So 90 day fiance is based on a K-1 visa. K-1 visa grants 90 days to America for you to get married. Oh, wait, 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 I'm going to blow your mind even more. 
his visa got delayed and he arrived 35 days before our wedding. Wait. And here we are. We're married six years. Wait. So, so you apply for the, for the visa and it takes 90 days. No. Okay. The visa takes months. Like for us, it took eight months or 10 months for him to get approved. Interviews, appointments, everything. Once he gets approved and books his ticket here, we have 90 days to get married from the day he landed in America. So how do you get on the show? I wrote to them. What does it give you any like benefit to to go on the show? Like, does it help or is it? Well, so we've been on TV. It'll be six years already. That's crazy. That's so crazy. years ago, I was like, okay, cool. You know what? What an amazing opportunity. I was obviously meant to be out there, you know? And so I was like, I have nothing to lose. Why don't I write them? Because I was watching the show. It was only two seasons at that point. And my roommate was like, you should apply. Like you're kind of going through this and hopefully you'll get approved. So we did it thinking that it will help other people who are going through the K-1Bs and show them that you know, it's not easy, but if you work for it, it'll happen with time. And here we are. That is wild. I'm sure everyone is like throwing eggs at like listening to this, like throwing eggs at me for not knowing But I'm kind of happy that I'm discovering this with you. I thought that it was like, I thought, it, you know how there was that show Married at First Sight? Yeah. And all that shit. So I thought it was like the same idea. Like you meet your fiance and your uh, engaged for 90 days and then you have to get married. No. I mean, so it's always well, couples that are together from before and that have to go. Well, yeah. I mean, so people who, like now people like meet online and, and different ways now because of, you know, society and what's happening in the world. But Alex and I knew each other. We were dating for like over a year before we got engaged. So you have to get married with this K-1 visa. You have to. Uh, or they get deported. So you have 90 days from when you get the thing to get married. When you get so you, to America, you have 90 days to get married and they track it. So what happened with Alex with the 35 days? So when, when he got approved, we figured out, okay, so that's when I was like, fine, I'm going to leave New York. You're going to move here. Like we're going to start our lives together. Oh, you were in New York at that time? Not I in lived Florida? in New York on the Upper East Side. Shut the fuck up. Where? 70th and 1st. Babe, five and a half years. I lived in the same apartment. Mind blowing. That's mind blowing. Wait, why did you live in? How, how are you living in New York? I worked there. Oh, you came, you graduated. Well, so my family's from there, you know, like all of the Yentas. We're all from, my dad's from Queens. My mom's from Rockland County, like Spring Valley. We're all from. And I actually lived in Jersey until I was nine. Oh, okay. So you wanted to live in New York and not stay in Florida. After college. After college. I went marketing, advertising. So I went up there and then, you know, fast forward, Alex gets approved. So based on when he got approved, I was like, okay, so you'll move on this day because I'm going to move back. I'm going to Israel. I was going to pack him up on a birthright trip. I was extending, going to pack him up. And his visa got delayed because there was like something with the system so at this time, I had already planned our wedding, figured out a date that allowed 90 days from when I think he's going to come. And he showed up 35 days before our wedding. And how long were you together at that point? So that's like how it works. So we were together. We met in December of 2013. Yeah. And got engaged January of 2015. So essentially a year later. Oh, okay. So a and year later. And he moved later. here July, tw- July of 2015. Actually, 10 days from now is his sixth anniversary here. So how long? So when did you start filming and how long was the filming process? We start. So before he got approved, we met in Canada because I needed to see him and he couldn't come here. And I was not schlepping to Israel again. And my parents were like, listen, if you're marrying this guy, like we need to meet him physically in person. So we all met in Canada. And at that point, I did not know if he had been approved or not yet. Like that really could have been my last time seeing him or I was going to move to Israel. Like we had a plan. If it didn't work out this way, I was going to go there and we were going to see how, if we like are compatible. Oh my God. I know. So I know. So at what point do you start? It's like a movie. So at what point do you start filming? 
we started filming a few months before he got here when we went to Canada. That was our very first episode. And that was my parents' first time meeting him. Do you know that I have some memory? It's so I was like told my husband, I was like, I think you saw this episode with me. And he like doesn't remember. So I don't think it was with him. Did it air in Israel as well? Do you know if it aired in Israel? Yeah. Okay, so I'm, so I'm thinking like I remember some sort of a scene with both of you and he's like smoking a cigarette and like, I don't know if you were like in a fight. Like, I don't remember, but I. Really oh, my God. Yes, I know that episode. Oh, my God. That's the. Were you like in a basement? I don't know. I'm having this like vision of some like dark underground <laughs> place. Like, I don't know. So that was my bachelorette party episode <laughs> where I, I thought for sure he was going to go back and. And since then, we don't really do, you know, bachelorette or bachelor parties. Oh, my God. I need to. I feel like this is so interesting. So interesting. But Dude. I've like I've evolved over the years. <laughs> I've matured and grown up. You're saying, Amanda, if you go back weight, and watch you know, it, don't judge me. <laughs> don't judge me. I actually, again, we didn't really watch it. And to this day, we don't really watch Pillow Talk because we don't want it to change us. Like what you see on Pillow Talk, that's us. One million percent. We don't watch it because we don't want it to change who we are and how we are. Is Pillow Talk talking about the other couples like doing like an after show? Yeah, it's like people are watching our commentary. Do you talk shit? I'm living every girl's dream. (laughs) But do you know if they hate you for talking shit? I don't. But I mean, it's like it's not talking shit. It's just fun. Like I'm judging. You're judging. I'm judging publicly, but everybody judges secretly. I'm just doing it publicly. Well, welcome to my fucking life. (laughs) (laughs) For those of you who follow me for a little bit, you probably remember Couchgate, where I hated a couch that I bought and I desperately needed to get a new couch quickly because I had to get rid of that ugly couch. So most of the recommendations were for article. And I just fell in love with the Burrard couch. I got a Burrard sectional article made it so freaking easy. Their delivery times and shipment times were so quick in comparison to other stores that I was looking at. Their prices were so affordable as opposed to a lot of other stores I was looking at. And I saw so many, um, people on Instagram that have their uh, furniture too and loved it. And I got so many recommendations from you guys when I was like, you guys, I need a couch. I need a quick. I want a decent price. Like I, I need it for city living because, you know, I live in New York. I don't live in like a huge mansion and I'm not getting a freaking, you know, giant couch for my in-home movie theater. An article is just the place for that, for like modern city living. And their fabrics are super durable. And so many of you told me from before, like, this is perfect for like, I have a baby, I have a dog. I'm obsessed with my Berard couch with my Berard sectional. Actually, my mom just got this Sven couch. I got her obsessed with article two and she just got the Sven couch. So you guys need to check them out. You know what the best thing though, that now I'm remembering just all the freaking amazing things about article. I'm so excited to have partnered with them on my podcast because that means a discount code for you guys. The reason I was so excited to order from there and not scared to order online is that they have a 30 day uh, guarantee. So if you don't like it, like after 30 days, you can say bye-bye. Isn't that freaking amazing? So to check Article out and get $50 off, you go to article.com slash not skinny and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash not skinny and you're going to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Go to article.com slash not skinny. You guys get $50 off a purchase of $100 or more. I'm super, super happy with my couch. It's time to get more of what you want and less of what you don't want. Less stress at work, more fun in the sun, less to do on your plate, more tacos on your plate, less thinking about the big picture, more margaritas by the pitcher. Oh my God, this is turning me on, you guys. It's time for an all-inclusive beach vacation. CheapCaribbean.com has got you covered, you guys. You're so close to chilling in Jamaica, partying Cancun, or relaxing in the Riviera Maya. All-inclusive means you get more food, more drinks, and more fun. Literally, all-inclusive is the way to freaking go. Who needs to leave the resort? No one. Who needs to like pay for anything that's not all-included? No one. Cheap Caribbean 
has no change fees when you book at a cheap Caribbean resort and add trip protection so you can book with confidence. Less money, less worry, more beach. Ah, right now you can take $100 off your next beach vacay when you visit cheapcaribbean.com slash not skinny, not fat. Go to cheapcaribbean.com slash not skinny, not fat to get a great deal if ever I saw one. Plus, take off $100 to get your next all-inclusive, amazing vacation with going to the website, cheapcaribbean.com slash not skinny, not fat, $100 off. Book your next all-inclusive vacation. You guys, it's the freaking way to go. It's not easy judging people publicly and getting away with it. Listen, it is easy judging people and also publicly if nobody knows that you're doing it. (laughs) Once people know, it's like, that's the life I live now of like, you know, when my account was smaller, it was like, I could say whatever I wanted. And now I could still do that. But it's with the knowledge of, I need to know, I need to, I need a quick filter of like, are you okay that the person you're talking about it will see this? Like, that's how far my brain needs to go. It used to be like, oh, someone of someone of someone of someone. No. Literally, the way social media works today is like, if I'm talking about Hilaria Baldwin, I need to know that she could be watching it and fucking voodooing me, like hating, hating me. Like, I need to know that if I say something about Courtney, she's there. I see Courtney's face on the yeah. bottom of my stories. You know what happens to me? You're, you're like shit your pants and no. like butterflies at the same time. Yes, Exactly. Because I want her to do it, but I also don't want her to. I want to be like, stop, mom. I'm trying to like do stuff. Stop, stop looking. Yes. I, but it's, it's hard these days. And I know you and I, we've been connecting because we've experienced it. And, you know, it's funny because talk about judging, like people judge behind a screen these days, but we'll never say it to our face. Like all the criticism we've dealt with lately, people are so big and bad behind a screen, but they won't say it to your face. But then it's like, you're judging me for, you're doing the same thing I'm doing. You know what I mean? Except I'm public about it and I'm honest about it. And I'm not going to waste my time being a troll. You know, I really think this, I think it's really okay to talk shit. It's really okay. I really generally think everybody does it. But like, A, if you're going to talk shit about me, don't tag me. So I see it. Like, be smart about it, you know, like they'll tag Unless me. they want you to because I, then they get the rise out of you. I know. No, I've but seen you human. clap back. I've seen you clap back. I think like mm-hmm. just the other day. What did you clap back? Somebody was like, <laughs> somebody said to about you. About shy having Down syndrome, accusing me of having Down no, syndrome. No, I didn't see that. Are you fucking mm-hmm. kidding me? A lot of people will actually screenshotted the text because it was, and I usually don't get involved with this at all, but like, this one person was so annoying and saying that like shy has down syndrome and he doesn't. And you know what? I know people have kids with down syndrome and they're the sweetest babies ever. It's not the end of the world. Like, how dare you say something like the end of the world? And they said, I I said, well, I, what did my baby ever do to you? And they wrote nothing. Your baby looks disabled, nothing wrong with it. And like, it's just, it's, so mind blowing. Does it say love and light in their bio, mother to <laughs> yes, like Isabel and Brandon? yeah, like a Bible verse and something like that. That's so fucked up. But that wasn't what I was talking about. And literally, don't pay attention to those people. Like fucking. No, block. I don't. I'm curious to think of what here what you. No, the one that. I saw was was more lighthearted. It was like, why do you post so many pictures of yourself? Oh, and you were like, and you were like, fucking page. And you were like, and then she kept going. She was like. <laughs> But that just shows you're conceited. And it's like, this is yeah. my Instagram page. I'm conceited me. for posting selfies. are like my favorite are like, why are you holding your belly? Uh, because I have nowhere else to put my hands right now. Like I have a little, you know, a little lap here and I'm going to hold my baby as much as I want on my page where I share pictures of me. No, literally. Lauren is so cute. You literally share your life. Um... And I know it's annoying when people say relatable, but even though I did call you an influencer, I know it's an annoying <laughs> word, but you, I mean, you have a million something followers, people, you know, want to see what you're up to every day. People want to buy what you recommend. So babe, you're an influencer. Doesn't and matter. I don't, I never 
promote something I haven't used and wouldn't mind putting my name on. Like, yeah, literally, I have been known to turn down things because it's not me. Yeah. So everything I share is stuff I personally use 100%. and put my name on. A hundred percent. I to. also, yeah, it's like, <laughs> no, I'm not gonna like I was sent like a tooth. Well, it said it like winds your teeth. And I was like, okay, mm. send it to me. And then they send me this like pick <laughs> and I'm like at home trying to like see how it's how annoying. And I'm like, no, what is this? Um, <laughs> but anyway, that is an amazing, amazing story. I feel like I told you, I was like, when are you inviting us to Florida? So our hey, husband. Hi. Hey, hi. Oh, hi, Alex. My co- we have a guest appearance here. Alex, now that I'm the very TV read. Wait, so you wow, friends. Oh my god, is that Alex with eight hundred K? And you told me, okay, so his English is also so good. I think I, I like shamed my husband. I was like, listen to his English. Cause my husband has been here for six years too. And he's so shy and his job is pretty like, oh. like he's like in, like he works by himself. So he's not right. like really speaking English in a lot of places. Um, oh my and he watches like Israeli TV all day. So he's like in this, own, so he's in this, his own little bubble let me tell you it's hard to make friends when you're older when you have new kids or like when you're in that in between phase like i remember before shy alex and i we were so awkward and i hard to believe i was in the popular clique growing up so like i just like you i was like bold and had this confidence and now i'm like why doesn't anybody want to be my friend you know like it was so awkward and Alex, I was like, make friends with Israelis. Like when he first moved here to like get out there, he's like, I don't know how to do that. I was like, go on Facebook, Instagram, the world was Instagram. Like he didn't know. We don't know how to make friends. And so it wasn't until like we started, he started working that he really blossomed. And when I say that, I mean, now that we drink, he drinks whiskey on pillow talk, he really has blossomed <laughs> over the years. So with his 800K. With his um, 800K. I want to know the ratio. Is it like 90% women? Yeah. <laughs> so he yeah, needs to provide. Definitely. He needs to provide. He needs to post like shirtless, you know, pics. And That's stuff. what I said. And he's like, no, Lauren, I got to keep the mystery. I was <laughs> like, oh, God, Alex, fucking 50 shades of gray over here. My husband went up like, you know, some of my followers are following him, even though he like doesn't do anything on there. And sometimes I'll be like, I need to post something like I haven't, you know, provided content in a while. I'm like, literally nobody cares about you. It's so funny because you're so opposite. Like, I feel like I'm listening to me and Alex. Like, I'm there like Alex, just like walking without a shirt. No, don't film me. Don't film me. And I'm like, I'm already filming you. So sorry. Oh, my God. No, but he's the same way. He doesn't want anything to do with the with the camera. Anything, 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 anything. It's like wild. But it's the same way we were talking with Alex. You were talking when you started that you're like, you know, be was shy. And he's like, how long? When are you done? It's like, when are you? I'm I'm done. I'm done now. I'm leaving. Fucking. And you're having another baby with this man. Wait, pause for reaction. Yeah. My husband asked my doctor with me there on the table. Is it possible to do three under three? I about took that gel from the ultrasound and threw it at him. I was like, are you kidding? The doctor said, I mean, it's possible. I said, not in this family, (laughs) not in this family. So he wants a lot of babies. He wants like four minimum. And I was like, "Hmm, easy for you to say. Okay, sir. So I told him because I'm having another boy. I will go for a girl. But if it's a boy, I'm done still. And he goes, you really don't want to go for a girl. I'm like, I, yeah, after three, I'm done. But did you hear that you can like kind of plan it? That's what I told him. I was like, it's up to you. Like have a pep talk with your swimmers. 
Like, let's figure something out. New moon, full moon, half moon. I don't care. Positions, whatever. Like, let's do it. Wait, how old is Shy right now? 15 months tomorrow. 15 months. So that means you got pregnant with when your baby. eight months. What? On purpose? Girl, I'm like due next month. We were trying. We were trying. And it happened very quick. And I'm very thankful. And I'm lucky. But this baby now, he is measuring so big. He is in the 75th percentile for height and weight. So he's coming a lot sooner than What's his weight? Hoped. He He's measuring three weeks ahead of schedule. So you don't know what Mama the weight is? Mama likes to eat. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to like, you know, share that. But mm. measuring ahead of time. Oh, my God. I mean, ouch is what I got to say. He's like breaking my back already and he's not even here. Well, you look gorgeous. And I literally at the beginning, Thank like you. forgot you were pregnant for a second because you really. It's the flowy tops. It's so flowy. Yeah. Wow. I mean, look at that. No, it looks so cool. good. Oh, that's the thing as kitschy as it is. Like there's something about a bump that like is so cute, you know? It depends. I, I rock it. I mean, as much as I can, like I wear bikinis I don't wear thongs because like God knows what's happening back there but like my dimples have dimples and it's okay I'm embracing it you know but I I'm so lucky I don't have stretch marks I lather lather every day and I do I wear a bikini I rock that crop top that you know is now like a bra on me and I don't care I feel more comfortable wearing body con we talked about your belly button ring like popping out and Oh, it's not coming out. It's not coming out until the doctor says so. He knows. I'm very uh, particular about these things. Oh, my God. Another boy. Let me tell you, boys are freaking wild, you guys. Like, boys, it's... um. They say, girl, it's definitely more physical, right? And people are like, you're going to love having boys because, like, they're so much easier when they're teenagers. And then I'm thinking... I don't know if they have mine and Alex's personality. Like we're fucked. <laughs> totally boy or girl. Three under three, that motherfucker. He out of his mind. He said, cause I told him, I was like, I am not going to be this pregnant in the summer again. I refuse it in Florida. Oh He's God. like, well, it's not up to you. I said, Oh, is it though? It's not up to me. Really? No. So I told him, you're going to knock me up in the summer. And then I'll go through pregnancy. He goes, wait, so we have to wait a year? I'm like, consider yourself lucky I'm even saying that. I mean, yeah, it's really easy for guys to say because of so many reasons. Like, A, they don't have to be pregnant. B, they don't have to give birth. <laughs> C, their life. It's not dad, dad, dad. It's mom, mom. I right. can't even go to the freaking bathroom. And C, like, it doesn't matter even like, you know, take the extreme, like the most involved dad that does everything with the kid and whatever. Still, when you're a mom, you're you're the like if the kid is with mom and dad, they'll go to mom and ask for the thing like it's just yes. the mom way does everything mom does everything. It's way more. You know, Alex is a very hands on dad. Like I honestly could not have been luckier and asked for a better partner. Like I know I give him a hard time and I joke because I, that's what we do. But he's such a good dad. Um, and I'm very lucky. But you're right. Mom, 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 mom. Oh. Uh, I just I just who taught him the phrase three under three? That's like, no, forget it out of your for, vocabulary. Three minimum. He said he goes, you know, three is really an odd number. We should just go for four. And I said, well, if you give me twins, then you'll get your four until oh, then. That's done. That's the thing. My sister got my sister got randomly pregnant with twins. Like she got pregnant, goes to the doctor. I thought she was like pranking me. And then she comes out. She's like, oh my God, two heartbeats. I'm like, what? Like in the movies? She's like, yeah, legit. Like went in, like her peer was like, whatever. Went in, they were like, there are two. And let me oh, tell you, when you're pregnant God. with twins, it's a fucking blessing on one hand, obviously, but it just feels yeah. like so much more stress. Yes. going into it like you need a Whoa. you need a car for like seven people you need like it's just wild okay sorry about all the baby talk everyone who doesn't have babies 
Lauren, what shows do you watch? Okay, I actually, I'm a binger. I'm such a binge watcher. Alex and I just binge Sons of Anarchy. Obsessed. Oh my God. Amazing. If you haven't watched it, watch it. But I just finished on my own, Younger, okay, with Hillary Duff. Okay, first off, what a beautiful cast. Okay, let's just discuss that because, oh my God. Second off, I felt like I was reliving my time in New York. And as I call myself hormonal, because I'm hormonal and emotional right now, I sat there eating popcorn, crying, and then like eating chocolate covered pretzels. I was like, I really want that again. <laughs> Do I miss that? And I was like, but I'm so happy. I have a family. Like, I was such a mess. Highly recommend that show. Oh my god, so good. I need to binge it. Where where do you binge it? And you live in New York, so you'll get it. Yeah, you'll get it. So where do you watch Younger? Where do you binge Younger? Hulu on oh, Hulu. Oh really? Okay. I it was seven seasons, and I finished it in like three weeks. Stop with the full time no- job, with the pregnant, yeah. with the baby. Because I can't sleep at night, so I watch it at night. Oh my And then god. you get hooked, and you're like, okay, cool, it's four a.m. Time to wake up. And you're watching, you told me you're watching Israeli shows too. Yes. So we just started the Big Brother. Yeah. The Israel Big Brother. I don't know what they're saying. Alex has been very good at translating. I really can't believe you're going to watch a show that you can't understand what they're saying. And what do you mean he's going to translate what every line he's going to say to you? So he does a recap of the scene. So like we did this with the VIP survivor. It was so good. And towards the end, I felt like I understood what was happening by their body language and their gestures and like that. But then I realized Israelis, they don't, they're not yelling, they're talking and one gets louder than the other. So I was just like, all right, cool. Not a fight. It's fine. But we watched it and I loved it. And for me, I think the more I hear it, the more I kind of pick up more and more words. And for Shai, we, Alex speaks predominantly Hebrew and Russian to him. Oh, and Russian. Yeah. So it's really important that Shai hears it. And like, I'm, I'm not kidding. He'll watch the news with Alex, like in awe, you know, like, oh my God, just like in awe. And I put on cartoons. I don't know where, how I just, Alex showed me how to get to the channels. <laughs> And it works. Yeah. No, it's it's hard. Listen, when you think of languages in general, you're like, how does a kid learn one language? Like, how do you even teach a baby anything? Nevertheless, like two languages, nevertheless, three. And we live in South Florida where it's mo- a lot of Spanish. So Ooh, he's hearing that too. Wild. Freaking wild. Did you watch? I know. Um, so I watched Sex Life finish that. I didn't um, watch you it. You need to watch it. You need to watch it, but not with Alex. I heard if, it's like a light porno. Yeah. Don't watch it if you're like, if you're horny, then great. If you're like, Alex, not these days. So if you're like, Alex, get away from me. Don't watch it with him because like my husband thought we were in the show and like I had to oh, like, no. literally maybe postpartum to get like my juju back. Yeah. I'll watch it like after I get the clearance because right now I'm just so hot and heavy and my poor husband, but I'm just like, don't touch me. Oh my you God. Know, I've literally. got one from the outside, one from the inside. No, it's, it mm. is hard. It is hard. When even postpartum, like my boobs are, you know, whenever he touches my boobs, I'm kind of all I'm picturing is like Noah on like sucking milk out of there. And it's yeah. really hard to, you know, be your get sexual, out of that mindset. Get out of that mindset. I think I'll save sex life for postpartum, like when I'm ready to get back into it. Honestly, when you're ready to do the third out of the third. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so no Bravo shows for you? Oh my God, Real Housewives, duh. Beverly Hills, like I can't. I love Beverly Hills. What else am I watching? Oh, you know what I love. The Hills reboot. Thank you. Thank you. I haven't watched And oh my God, I love it because I feel like I'm reliving my youth, you know? Really? You're making your youth sound like legit. I'm chuggy. I'm (laughs) chuggy. Okay. I embrace it. I own it. I wear skinny jeans when I can. You know, I wear tie-dyed socks. I don't care. I I am so chuggy and I'm okay with it. But I watched The Hills because it reminds me of when I was a teenager. I watched Siesta Key. 
I love Siesta Key. And I cannot wait for Selling Sunset to come back. Oh, my God. Yes. Last week I had Chriselle on from Selling oh, Sunset. She, she follows you. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, she's so she's so sweet. She wouldn't talk she shit. I was really trying to get her to talk shit, like really oh, trying. Yeah. Even in our DMs, I was like, no, but tell me like Ooh. how much you hate Christine. She wouldn't. No, but I love Christine. I message her and Mary's. Everybody's so nice. No, Mary is really nice. Mary is so, yeah, so nice. So excited for Selling Sunset. She said, she told me when it's coming back and now I forgot. Oh my God. I was on my last podcast oh my in God. the fall, in the fall sometimes. So we have, we have some time. Um, are you into yeah. like the Kardashian, all the Kravis content or are you like Amanda quit it? No. So here's the thing. I am for happiness. I think the Kravis thing is great, but I personally prefer Megan and Machine Gun Kelly. Like if I had to choose a couple, I would rather watch them like make out than Kravis. But I love the Kardashians. Everybody says that I sound like them or look like them or I get Mila Kunis or Drew Barrymore. I don't know. I just take it because it's like, it's such a compliment. Oh, oh my God. I could see the way you talk being a little Drew. Very yes. Drew with a little bit of Mila. I could see that. Yes. I okay. So I've been feeling something lately that I want to share with everyone, which is that I know I'm like obsessed with Kravis, whatever, whatever. I've just been feeling lately. Like it's a lot, like just the last few days. Like, I feel like I need them to be a little bit more hard to get again. Um, I hear you. I hear you. It's like they're, you know, it's like, she posts and then he reposts the post and then she was she reposts the post that he shared that she posted with another heart. It's like it becomes this like inception. They're like teenage love. Yeah. Like and then she like put the vampire teeth in that he put in and then they tongued each other at the UFC and I didn't know how I felt about it. I was like, is this hot? Is this not hot? But then you're like, it has to. Be I don't planned. know how I felt about it. Yeah. I, I'm for PDA. I really am. But I know like now I'm chewy and married and old and like knocked up again that like I don't do PDA because I also don't go anywhere because like, you know, but I would prefer to see Megan Fox and right. uh, wait, you're more attracted to Megan than you are to Courtney or you're more attracted to MGK than you are to Travis. Both. Really? Like really like if, if they were both like couples in front of me i would gravitate towards like if you had to participate in a threesome being nine months pregnant you would go with mgk and mf yeah i think so yeah she actually so megan fox actually was interviewed for in style you guys check out the article because it was really interesting to read she said that it, she's kind of feels like right now is her like resurrection and only when you read the yes. article do you understand and kind of reminisce and say, wow, because she was here. She was like in the media. She was in movies, Transformers, whatever. And then she disappeared for a whole 10 years. Almost. She had three babies. Um, and, and and now she's back and very much in the limelight and, um, and carrying the hotness of their coupling. Um, Anyway, Lauren, thank you so much for being on. I agree. You're amazing. Thank you for having me. Yes. I'm so happy that you came on and that you took an hour away from your from your cute little beautiful tan baby. He is cute. And you know what? This is going to sound so bad, but I'm going to leave you on this because I feel like a lot of moms, sorry for people who aren't moms, but when if and when you become mom, you'll understand this. I feel like I'm so nervous for the second one because Shai really set the bar high. <laughs> like he's smart. It's true. He is smart. He's strong. He's healthy. It'll stay that way. And he's so cute. And these eyes. And I'm like, what's the next one going to look like? Is it going to be the same? Because like, I want that. I'm still going to love him just as much. But Shai really set the but bar But will high. you know? But will you know if it's an ugly baby? No, my kid's not going to be ugly. Okay, but w- okay, of course not. Knock on wood, all the things. But would do you think you would know and be able to be objective about it? So when Shy before Shy was born, we did the five D ultrasound, and I cried the whole way home. 
I was like, this <laughs> is what our ugly? kid looks like. <laughs> I swear to God. And most people don't know this. Shai was a preemie. So when he was born, Alex sent me pictures and I was, you know, I had preeclampsia. So I was, I couldn't see him. I, he sent me pictures and I go, that's our kid. He looked like an old man, like Benjamin Button, case of Benjamin Button. It was so bad. So when people were like, let's see him, I showed them his backside. No, you're lying. I swear. All Good babies. For you. you know like what? I'm proud people. of you. No, I'm proud of you. I wasn't. I was like, I think I thought he was cute. And now looking back, I'm like, damn, Noah wasn't cute when he was born right away. Like now he's cute. But then I thought he was cute. Oh, my God. He wasn't. I, so I'm proud of you. I thought it was the drugs that they gave me. I wasn't sure. <laughs> no, but you know what I always say to people about those ultrasounds? You can't fucking see what the no. baby looks like. I hate when people are like, yeah. they have your mouth. Oh, my God. That's husband's nose. I'm like, A, if that's husband's nose, I'm giving it back. And B, no, you can't fucking know. So stop pretending you can see what the baby looks like by the fucking ultrasound. They're all. Yeah, they're exactly. They're smushed up against shit. And you can't. You Noah can't does stop. have your lips, though. And they're lovely. They're lovely. And they're lovely. <laughs> You've got lovely lips. So does Wait, Noah. Noah. Thank you, babe. I hope you have the best delivery ever. Thank you. And that your baby is as cute as shy. Thank you. And we can't wait to see him through your Instagram. And piss off all the trolls. Crazy. Mwah. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday. 